the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jesus said, by your words, you will be acquitted, and by your words, you will be condemned. We're back with another edition of Study Verse by Verse, featuring Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout, and we'll be wrapping up his message today, taken from the third chapter in the book of James. If you'd like to grab your Bible and turn to the book of James and the third chapter, you'll be able to follow along. And as the name of this broadcast uh, indicates, he takes us verse by verse, almost word by word, oftentimes through our studies. This is an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands, and they are on the web at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Here's Pastor Layton. There are very few sins a person can commit where the tongue is not somehow involved, setting on fire the entire course of life. Course of life, literally the wheel of being. It was a, an expression that was used in the ancient times uh, to indicate the ups and downs of, of life. They, the, if you look at, a, at any point on a wheel as it's going around, it's going up and down. And so the wheel of life stands for the ups and downs of life, the fortunes of life. So what we say affects our fortunes. It affects the ups and downs of life. We can spend a lifetime uh, building a ministry or building a business or, or building a family. And then in a few unguarded moments, we say words that destroy it all. Words affect the fortunes of our life, the, the path of our life. And it says, and it's set on fire by hell. The word hell here is the word Gehenna. Literally, it's a reference to a valley in which child sacrifice took place, and then it became the garbage dump for the city of Jerusalem, and it is described as, as fires burning, never going out. And so it became linked with the idea of fiery judgment, and then it associated with the fires of hell, and then it, it, it described hell itself. And Jesus used the word many times, I think 11 times, and it's found once here in, in, the, in the book of James. And J- Jesus gives us great insight into Gehenna. Following the final judgment, Gehenna is the place of punishment and the destruction of the wicked, according to Matthew 5.22. The body and soul are judged in Gehenna, Matthew 10.28. This punishment is eternal, Matthew 25.41. And Jesus warns against several sins that might cause someone to be condemned to Gehenna, including calling a brother a fool in chapter 5, verse 22, and giving in to sinful inclination in verses 29 and 30. The implication here is that Satan himself is what sets our tongues on fire. That Satan and his workers are trying to create circumstances in our life to elicit us to say things that are ungodly and destructive. And uh, and furthermore, Satan is the ultimate source of false teaching that happens all too often in churches. 
Verse 7, for every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. He says all kinds of animals have been tamed by man. And that's reminiscent of our first assignment in the garden when God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Let them have dominion. Let them have uh, control. Bring it under control. To tame is to bring under control. But no human being can tame the tongue. No human being can tame the tongue. Literally, he says, no one of or among people. Now, if none of us can tame our tongue, how can our tongue be tamed? And the answer is by receiving Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, then God's Holy Spirit comes to live within us. We become a temple of the Holy Spirit. God's Holy Spirit goes to work at within us, transforming us into the image of Christ Jesus. And He bears fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, one of which is self-control, which affects not only our actions, but also our speech. How can one tame the tongue? By accepting Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. He says, the tongue is a restless, restless evil. The word restless there is the same one that's translated unstable in, um, to describe a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. And, and he's painting a picture here of a, of, a, of a caged, angry beast that is barely and inadequately changed and wants to break out and be destructive. And restless means unstable and incapable of restraint. The, the tongue is always wanting to break out of its cage behind our teeth and cause damage. Full of deadly poison. And so now he's painting the picture of a poisonous snake. The tongue is never at rest and the fangs are filled with lethal venom. And you know, what we say can be very dangerous and deadly and carrying poison that lingers long after the words have dissipated. The books of Psalms and Proverbs have much advice concerning the tongue. In Psalm 34, 13, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Proverbs 10, 19, when words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue is wise. Proverbs 13, 3, he who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Proverbs 18, 6, a fool's lips bring him strife. And his mouth invites a beating. Verse 9. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives? Or a grapevine produce figs? And neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. I think all of us know from our own experiencing that there is within every person a ravaging duplicity. That in each and every one of us there is something of an animal and there's something of an angel. There's something of a hero 
And there's something of a villain. There's something of a saint. And there's much of a sinner. And it's James' conviction that this contradiction is no more apparent any place else except for the tongue. It is apparent in our tongue. With it, we bless our Lord and Father. Now, this was especially significant to a Jewish person because three times a day they would pray a prayer, and in that prayer, 18 times, they would say, Blessed be thou, O God. 18 times in each prayer, three times a day, every day. And yet with those very same mouths, they would go out and curse their fellow men. He says, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. And so James gives us a reason for not cursing people, and that reason is because they've been made in God's likeness. And we should never look upon a person or use any words that reduces them to, to anything less. Because a failure to recognize that every person is created in God's image will eventually lead us to devalue, mistreat, oppress, and enslave one another. The doctrine of total depravity doesn't mean that the image of God is obliterated in a person, but only that every aspect of our being is affected by sin. There is still something in every sinner that's worth saving. And that's why Christ came. Jesus said, what goes into a mouth, man's mouth does not make him unclean. But what comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. And he pointed out the seriousness of what comes out of our mouth by saying, by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. It is very important to God what we say. It's also very important to others as well. Pastor McGee, in his commentary, quoted an anonymous person who wrote these words. A careless word may kindle strife. A cruel word may wreck a life. A bitter word may hate instill. A brutal word may smite and kill. A gracious word may smooth the way. A joyous word may light the day. A timely word may lessen stress. A loving word may heal and bless. What we say is important to God. What we say is important to others. So, your homework for this week, if you choose to accept it, is every morning when you're having devotions to ask God to help you be cognizant of what's coming out of your mouth and ask Him to help bridle your tongue so that what you're saying brings honor and glory to God. And then, read one chapter a day from the book of Proverbs. Day after day after day after day. Because Proverbs is so filled with the wisdom of God that if we saturate ourselves in it, it will affect the way we think, that affects the way we speak, 
and the way we act. Amen. Lord, thank you for your word and thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving us from our sins. Thank you for adopting us as your own children so that we have the privilege of addressing the creator of the universe as our Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're in a study in the book of James with our teacher, Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout, and we will continue in the book of James here on this program as Pastor Leighton continues from the pulpit at Church of the Highlands. Details about the church are on the web at highlands.us, and this broadcast is on the web at studyversebyverse.com. Another reminder that Church of the Highlands is having a worship and prayer service on the National Day of Prayer. That's this coming Thursday, the 3rd of May at 7 p.m. And after the service, they'll be serving apple pie and ice cream. How nice. If you'd like more details about that, check out the information on the web at highlands.us. Again, this is a special worship and prayer service at 7 p.m. on Thursday night, the National Day of Prayer. Have a great rest of your day and join us tomorrow when we'll continue to open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.